I'm Cindy Queen, and welcome to Inside the Classroom, the podcast where we discuss changes in education while trying to add a little fun to the conversation. With me today is the Putnam County High School District Teacher of the Year, Miss Chelsea Forgey. Uh, Ms. Forgey teaches math at Cookville High School. Um, could you tell us a little bit about yourself and what yeah. you teach, what kind of math you teach, and that sort of thing? Yeah, um, so I've been at Cookville High School for 12 years. Um, I've taught a little bit of everything in my time there, but this year I'm teaching Algebra 2 and State Dual Credit Pre-Cal. I remember Algebra 2 being my favorite algebra, yeah. or my favorite math. Um, I did Algebra 1, I I didn't like as much. I don't know why. I don't remember why. It's it a little more interesting in algebra too. Yeah, a little I think challenging it does. makes you think. Yeah, <laughs> it does. And I and as an an English person, mm-hmm. I it's funny that I actually did, but I enjoyed it. My mom, she's a she was a math teacher for years, and she taught AP Calc and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. And so she asked me, "Why don't you want to be a math teacher?" I don't like math. I don't like it like <laughs> I like English. <laughs> yeah. But it's yep. cool that we've got good teachers out there teaching math because math is really intimidating to kids it is. these days. Yeah. Why do you think that is? It feels like more so than it used to be. Yeah, I hear, you know, once you start adding the alphabet, they don't, you know, they, they shut down. And I, I don't know. It, it just seems foreign to them and, and like... Uh, it challenges them. They don't want to think, maybe. Oh, okay, you think that's <laughs> yeah. it? I, oh, yeah. Oh, if I give them problems where they have to think a little bit, they, they shut down. Mm. Yeah. Well, they do, and um, I know they do in English, too, if it involves, like, oh, a research paper. Oh, my gracious. It's yeah. like pulling teeth to get those from them. I mean, it takes a long time to get them to turn it in, and, and um, they, you know, teaching them how to embed uh, evidence and and choose good evidence, reliable evidence, all of that, anything that requires yeah. thinking. But I got to trick them into thinking. Yeah, you got to almost <laughs> make it like saying, "Okay, you fun. just had fun." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh goodness! Now, um, I'm I am going to ask like a combination of fun questions and you know just some serious, maybe more serious questions, but. From what you what you have seen, how has education evolved over the course of your teaching career? And what notable notable changes have you seen? Yeah, so when I was in high school, uh, Algebra 2 wasn't required for graduation, and now it is. And then a fourth-year math class beyond that. So they've really raised the bar on the expectations when it comes to math. Um, not just that, but then, you know, you add in technology and you add in, uh, we have tests now that are not just minimal expectations. They're, they're challenging tests. So they've, they've really raised expectations when it, when it comes from, you know, math standpoint. And the ACT, I, I went to a a conference last Wednesday, a couple of weeks ago, Mm -hmm. um, and uh, one of the things they they were saying is that they're going to make the math harder on the ACT. Really? And I thought well, it's already kind of it, it is hard. Tough. Yeah. I mean, it's um, is it like a lot of it pre-algebra on? I think it. Yeah, most is. of it is covered. Um, I, I don't. I, I don't really remember the percentages, but the majority of it is covered through pre-algebra. And then it does go a little higher. It doesn't have calculus on there or anything. They just added more statistics. Oh, wow. Uh, I like that. Yeah, that is good because <laughs> yeah. that's a practical math. So it does have more statistics on it than it did 
yeah. a few years ago. Now, a lot of times I get this. I hear this a lot from students. I hear them say, this doesn't feel like something that I'm ever going to need in my life. Right. Do yeah. you hear that too? I do. I do. It's <laughs> hard to see the application in Algebra 2. It, it leads into calculus, and that's where you see the application of your algebra skills. Not a lot of kids are going to do something that requires calculus. But statistics, I taught statistics for four years. I'm not teaching it this year, but I love teaching statistics because they actually see the application. You know, I have them watch shows or commercials and look for stats there at the the bottom of the screen, you know, where they pull their sources and, um, you know, just kind of analyze some data and data's all around us. So I think I, I did not hear a lot of how am I ever going to use this when I taught stats. So. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's really, I mean, and um, I used to teach a, a unit, and it doesn't really fit into anything now with the standards, but to seniors, I used to teach a unit that was just nothing more than, like, preparing them for their future, yeah. um, teaching them how to, to uh conduct themselves in an interview, doing mock interviews with them, doing where they filled out applications and and uh, wrote resumes and cover letters and of had course, to create yeah. themselves a LinkedIn profile, all of those things that they saw the practical in. And I always yes. kind of looked forward to teaching that, too, because yeah. <laughs> it, <laughs> because they responded to it yeah. because they saw why it was important. The the one thing in algebra, too, that they kind of perk up a little bit about is when you bring in the money and you talk about the interest and, you know, making the money with exponential functions. And, <laughs> and that kind of has a little bit more uh, relevance to them. Yeah, so. when it involves their finances mm-hmm. and such. Yeah, and loans and interest rates for that. They, <laughs> yeah. They kind of perk up a little bit, you know. They see the, the relevancy in it. Now, I've seen uh, kids do that in personal finance where they have to yeah. talk about compounding interest it is, and that yes. sort of thing. I actually yeah. just got done teaching that in no, Algebra that's cool. 2. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So in your experience, what are the key factors that contribute to being an effective and impactful teacher in today's educational landscape? I always say building relationships Mm -hmm. and having that positive relationship with your students, someone that they can trust. I like going to sporting events, seeing them outside the classroom, go to all of our fine art events, uh, plays, dances, whatever it may be. Um, they have art exhibits and just supporting them outside of the classroom too. seeing them as more than just a, a student. math student in my classroom. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it matters to them. I, I remember, um, see, I teach at vital school now, which is a hybrid school yes. environment where you teach partly person to person and then partly online with some other students. And, uh, but when I taught in a, like regular classroom setting at a high school, I remember when I would go to those games, like the basketball game or the football game, I remember every now and then catching the eye of the the player that I was there for. Oh, yeah. had specifically asked me to be there, and they would just grin. They they light up, yeah. They do. They light Mm -hmm. up when they see their teacher there. And they – I go to most of the games, but they'll notice when I'm not there. They'll say, "Oh, you weren't there." <laughs> oh, I know you're my... there so much. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my so. my mom always went to all the basketball games. Mm-hmm. She still goes to the basketball games. She attends the basketball oh, games fun. of the uh, yeah. uh, students 
um, who ha- now have kids who are playing. So she feels like that, you know, she still has that connect connection because she taught there and those parents she knows and she'll see them, yes. you know, so <laughs> yes. So, um, how has technology influenced the way you teach and what role do you see it playing in the future of education? Technology can be fun. I mean, um, it's made my job a little bit easier having, you know, interactive boards to use with the students. Um, uh, today, just today, we um, did harmonic motion in pre-cal. And so I got out a spring and a ball and a little motion detector. And then I had on the calculator, it graphed the, the sine curves for us. And we talked about the frequency and the and they could see it. They could they could see what it was doing, and it kind of made it more relevant to them and visible. Whereas before, I'd just have to kind of explain what it was doing and try to motion right. with my hands, you know. <laughs> but today, they they actually got to see the graph happening live as they were watching it. You know, the spring and the ball going up and down and up and down and creating a a little sine curve. You know, it it sounds to me like you just really. Sometimes teachers talk about classroom discipline and how the way that students' behavior has declined and all of that. But it sounds to me like you don't really have many of those problems. Like you are so busy teaching them (laughs) that they know when they come in, I've got to sit down from beginning to end and and we're going to be engaged. Yes. So how do you how do you manage to do that? I mean, it takes a lot of planning. It it takes some, you know, experience knowing what they what they like and, you know, and then and then they know that they can get me off topic and talking, you know, for a little bit. But they know we're coming right back to it. Yes. And they know we're going right back to where we were and we're going to finish the lesson. And, you know, (laughs) so we have we we mix it up, you know, I keep it lighthearted. But then. They know we're going to stay focused. Yes. So they know, and it's consistency too. That's the good thing about high schoolers is that you can, you know, joke around and then get back on yes. board. Now, when I taught middle school, it wasn't so much that way. <laughs> the seventh graders, they would see it as an opportunity just to, oh, wow, we just get to be silly sure. now. Sure, yeah. <laughs> and I'd have to, it would take a while to, to rank, you know, wrangle them back in. And yeah. That, it would take more time. It wasn't terrible it didn't take up the entire classroom but or class time um but i think that that is part of building that relationship with it them is, is yes. having fun with them too letting them see that you can let your hair down and you can tell a joke or two and that sort of thing and just get back to what you were doing yeah yeah oh i i tell some math puns and some <laughs> jokes and i i bring out my math songs and i sing to them i'm not a very good singer but I, d- I do sing in front of them. That's great. We have songs, so. <laughs> I like just, I, I'm I'm goofy in a way that I where I try to get their attention. If it's yeah. something that I know that isn't interesting them so much, well, I, I mean, I'll throw in something just to get their attention. I'm like, I don't care. I'm, I don't care. I'm making, I'll, I'll, I'll be silly or whatever. And, and you can think I'm silly and, you know. Yeah. But, um <laughs> I guess, and I know this because I looked, I, I saw your application for Teacher oh, yeah. of the Year. So, <laughs> But what initiatives or projects have you championed to enhance the learning experience of your students or other? I, you've done so much. Yeah, um, kind of two things come to mind. We, uh, 
we had leaps the past few years and we had some tutoring in leaps, but this year we don't have leaps. And um, I always get counselors asking me, hey, do you have any tutors or know of a tutor? A mom's looking for a math tutor. And I don't, I don't have, I don't know who tutors math, you know? Uh, so, so I said, hey, we've got a Alpha Theta. That's our math honor society. And uh, they're, they're really good at explaining math. So let's use them to get some service hours and open up some free tutoring. That's awesome. So we did yeah. some Muafa Theta tutoring. We actually started it last year because we had a lot of students separate from the, the LEAPS program want some extra math tutoring. And it went so well, we've opened up two days this year. So Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. And they, I mean, it helps them be able to explain, you know, and they're very good at explaining it too. Um, th- this is a very... And they're a peer... It, they, so they are. More it's not an intimidating. Yes, yeah. um, this is a very ambitious group of Alpha Theta students that we have this year. They're wanting to go to nationals and compete. It's been a few years since we've been to nationals, so they're just a special group of kids. I'm also, um, you know, school culture, morale. I I like uh, building positive relationships. And so I'm a part of the school culture committee and, um, you know, just trying to get up teacher and student morale. Uh, I work more on the teacher side, but happier teachers, you know, you're going to have happier classrooms and (laughs) happy wife, happy life. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So those are kind of two big things I've been in this year. Well, I know you're you're I already know that you're an innovative teacher and that sort of thing. That's why I think you have a very good chance of of uh representing <laughs> us at state. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um so it's just some more fun questions. If you were to give your students a report card for your teaching, what grade would you give yourself and why? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't I you know, I, I thought and thought and I I think um Let's see. If students wanted a report card, it'd probably have to be on something that they were interested in. Like, how interesting is she? Does she dress nice? <laughs> yeah, she's stylish. Things they would be interested in. Exactly. You know? Does she let us talk a lot? <laughs> Does she listen to music? Does that... she listen to our kind of music? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how hip is she? <laughs> All the lingo. Um, but I don't know. If it were um, how much I... I'm silly and, uh, you know, sing to them. And I, I could be doing well in that area. Um, how much I can get on their level, I don't know. <laughs> right. I don't Sometimes think. Sometimes it's hard. What I think is funny to them is when I act like I'm trying to get on their yeah. level. So I do it. I do it anyway. I'll use word, I'll use phrases and stuff that went out of style five years ago yeah. or ten years ago. You know, I don't I don't stay up to date. I kinda do it on purpose because then they look at me and they giggle and they're like, Oh Miss Queen, we don't use that any we don't say I know. that anymore. Yeah, that was that was so like two years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. We said that yesterday. We don't say that today. Yeah. You know, so yeah, I just think I think it's fun. It's fun to have fun with them and to let them know that you can have fun so yeah um so if that's i mean that if that's the one thing that you get an a on and that's the reason that everything else falls together for you then uh, awesome i mean that's kind of <laughs> how i feel 
yeah. feel about it. As teacher of the year, do you have a secret superpower that helps you manage the chaos of a classroom full of students? I think we already covered that. Well, I, I will say, um, <laughs> when I think of superpowers, um, well, we did a, we did this activity the other day. They had, um, it was, can you evil eye, you know, raise one eyebrow? <laughs> yeah. And and it was so funny watching them all trying to raise their eyebrow because we're making a, we're doing some stats. We're collecting some data and making a two-way table. And, and they said, can you raise your eyebrow? And I said, I can't even evil eye. That's how, I don't have, I don't, I do not have. don't have it in you. Yeah, no. <laughs> and, uh, but what I can do is I can hear very well. It's and, funny what you can hear in a and, classroom. Oh, it is. And sometimes I don't want to hear some things, you know, mm. but I'll cut my eyes at them and I'll look at them and they'll be like, how did you hear us? We're sitting all the way in the back. And But I guess if I had a superpower, my ear, my hearing is uh, it's pretty good and, and that keeps them in check for sure. Yes. <laughs> And cut that eye at them and they know I heard what they said. Yes, it's funny. It's really funny. Like they ask a question in the back. I don't understand what she just said. Why is it blah, 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 blah? Okay, here it is. Here it is. Yeah. One, two, three, four. You know, and they're like, how did you hear me? Yep. And it's good that they know that you can hear them sometimes. Oh, I know. Yeah. So you, you do that every in now and then. It keeps bit. them in check. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay, um, if you're teaching style, and I love this question, if your teaching style were a movie <laughs> genre, what would it be and who would play you in the film adaptation of your teaching career? <laughs> oh, my mind kind of goes to a sitcom, like The Office or something. Yes, and I love The Office. <laughs> me too. Because <laughs> well, I feel like everything I deal with is a little dry humor, you know, and some dad jokes and little puns here and there. So probably a sitcom. So you're a little Jim Halpert, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I, I like Zoe Deschanel. She's kind of got, you know, a little new girl, and I, I like her. She could play me. But if we wanted to go all out, maybe jo- Jessica Alba. You know, I could. we could make this be a big right thing. To make that yeah. happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Make me look good and everything. Yeah. But Zoe Deschanel, she has a, she's a, she's very witty. She she's is funny. witty. Like yeah. A deadpan wit. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Which would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, how do you handle those days when you feel more like a stand-up comedian than a teacher? Um, any favorite jokes or funny classroom moments? Um, let's see. I'm, I, I put like math puns and some jokes on all my papers my hands out just to kind of get them a little laughing. I don't know why, but last year we had an inside joke in one of my classes all year, and it was I logged a logarithm and all I got was sticks. And to this day, I have no idea why we all thought that was so funny. But we said, my students would be like, hey, Miss Ford, you guess what? I'd say, what? They say I logged a logarithm and all I got was sticks. And, and they would say that. Funny. They still think it's hilarious. And we did that all year. That's- that is, I mean, in the it was probably in the moment, yeah, and it was unexpected, <laughs> yeah. and it made it funny, yeah. That's yeah. You have to have the a good situation sometimes for a good joke, yeah. <laughs> if your lesson plans um, were a recipe, what would the secret ingredient that make? What would be the secret ingredient that makes your teaching so special? Hmm. Probably being flexible and keeping mm. it lighthearted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be flexible even from class to class. Like they're all so different. Even if it's algebra two, three times in a row, 
they're all going to play out a little different. And, you know, you got to just meet your students where they need you. Yes. So. Um, we talk a lot about adverse childhood experiences and things like that that kids bring into the classroom. Yeah. And so keeping it lighthearted, um, you may be the only person or the teachers that they they interact with, the adults that they interact with at the school might be the only person in their life sure. who keeps things lighthearted or, yeah. you know, they, they may have or where they, things they're, they're meeting when they come home that we have no idea what mm-hmm. they're, you know? Yeah. So they, they open up to me <laughs> and sometimes more than you want them to, yeah. right? <laughs> they're, they're sweet though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's yep. cool that now do you, do you teach, um, honors kids? You teach, just so run the gambit. my algebra two, um, it's regular algebra two. Yeah. Um, I mean, you got a lot of good kids in there. Um, but it, it's not an honors level, but, okay. but yeah, so that's, and it's uh, mostly juniors. Yeah. Oh gosh. I, they, I think I don't, I hope that my sophomores aren't listening, but juniors are my favorite. They people. are. I, I Yes. <laughs> I absolutely. Love yeah. Them. They're like, yeah, the something spot. happens. Yeah. And they're, Junior year is just fun. Mm-hmm. And then my SDC pre-cal, that's a state dual credit. So that's uh, kind of a little above an honors class, but they're getting college credit for it. A lot of Ooh. sophomores and juniors in that class. So you find that the same thing, the same methods that you use as far as classroom management is our concern work in yeah. a regular classroom with regular classroom kids. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're all kids. As long as they all know you care about them. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that is something that I have And they they need you to care about them. They do. Yeah. Yeah, if you... I don't even know what the point of teaching is, do you? (laughs) (laughs) No. If you don't care about your kids. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Um, Teachers often say that they have eyes in the back of their heads. How did you develop this skill, and do you use it to catch students passing notes? (laughs) <laughs> well most of the time like with like the, trying to the, text, trying to text. <laughs> yeah. well we put their phones in the little pockets and they try to sneak them sometimes oh but. wow <laughs> um no but i think being a mom i've got three boys you know it's just kind of uh something that happens like a sixth sense you can look at them and know that they're up to no good and you know mm-hmm. <laughs> you just kind of just happens you know you pick up on their their little personality traits and everything that they do that, um, you know, is, you know, they're, they're, they're up to something. You learn it <laughs> and you try to learn it. You learn it pretty quick, fairly quickly because it's kind of a survival. It is. Uh, technique yeah in the classroom <laughs> you want to know what this you know and you learn pretty quickly who can't sit next to who and that kind of right. thing you know um yeah and sometimes that might change from day to day so yeah okay so if you had to create a theme song for your teaching career what would it be and what would you have Corey? <laughs> would you have a choreographed dance routine to go with it well i i was a majorette in high school and college and still teach some baton lessons here and there so of course it would be choreographed of course might even break out yeah. some fire batons <laughs> but the song um let's see maybe welcome to the jungle or a crazy train you yes. know sometimes you, you never know 
Or if we're going math, my favorite math song that I play for them is the logarithm song. So, and that's just what my students think of. My students, I've had some for two years in a row in the pre-cal class, and they say, oh, you've got to play the logarithm song. Can you play that song? Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> so, I've never heard it. I'm going to have to look That song might be my now. theme song, this logarithm, this logarithm song. song. Yeah, it's pretty long or I'd sing it. I'm not it goes along with that singing. sticks joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that joke. That's great. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, we have run out of time, but Chelsea, thank you so much for joining me. I thank just you, really appreciate yeah. it. Okay. <laughs> Class is dismissed.